The opinions of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate, any realtor associations, persons, or entities. If your property is currently listed with a real estate broker, please note that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Welcome back to Hunting Home. Today's guest is David Klitz. He is the director of the Habitat for Humanity Restore. Um, we were connected through some mutual friends, some mutual business people, and um, they both said, you guys should meet. It'd be a good opportunity to have David on the podcast and explain what goes on at the Restore. And even myself, I was being local and and being familiar with Habitat for Humanity, I really was not that familiar with the Restore. So last week I got to stop in, see David in action, see the store, and I was quite impressed. So David, tell us about Restore. Oh man, it's just, it's a, it's amazing. It's uh, it's one of those places, it's one of those retail outlets that you just, you, you don't expect uh, to, to walk into. So uh, you, you will see when you walk in the store, you're going to see anything from uh, furniture, building materials, plumbing, electrical, trim, lumber, uh, home decor. I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's a thrift store uh, taken to the next level. It's really kind of cool. And that's exactly, I mean, you know, what I, what I was very impressed with with walking in is it, it does not feel like a thrift store. Right. Um, it's a very nice space. You said 15,000 square feet. Yeah, we're about 15,000 square feet on two levels, which makes it a little weird to, to manage, but uh, but we do it. But yeah. we've got it split up into the different departments. We've got furniture, we've got paint, we've got you know uh, building materials and plumbing and, and stuff like that. So it's it's all very uh, uh, very organized. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, it is very organized, and you do have a very diverse inventory. I mean, it's more than like you know people think of of a thrift store and you think basically like used furniture the uh the normal stuff you'd see in and yeah your store there's doors windows um recycled paint yeah sinks toilets uh yeah like you said tools i mean you name it um it's in there um so yeah i was quite impressed with in in good quality yeah very good quality and and i've been doing this for i've been i've been working for i've worked for habitat for humanity both omaha and council bluffs for about 15 years now about 10 of which at the uh uh, running the restores and i i have to say that the uh the quality of inventory that we get at the store here in council bluffs is amazing i'm uh, from a donated uh, from a donation perspective we just get some really really cool stuff in Mm -hmm. uh, that i'm just so impressed with and and impressed more with the generosity of the community uh, as far as what they're uh, what they're willing to donate to us, and and they know that it's a good cause. So, yeah. yeah. Well, like I told you when I stopped in, I come from uh, auction background, um, so I've been to a lot of sales, been part of a lot of sales, and and being in real estate, we see that there is a need for mm-hmm. for what you're doing because there's there's people that have you know, especially these like an estate, someone passes away, the family's involved, they're trying to get rid of all this furniture. They don't want to take it to the dump. Yeah. They might be connected to some of that stuff and they want it to go to a good home. And you're able to offer that because on the backside of it, you know, let's be honest, people are not buying that stuff like they used to, right. you know, even like garage sale, garage sale type stuff. People aren't willing to pay really any money for it and so it's not worth people's time and effort to be setting up garage sales and right. doing all those things if they're not going to really get anything back when they could just donate it 
right. to the restore. Right. Yeah, I mean, not only do you get that tax write-off if that's something you want to do, but you also know that the proceeds that we generate from the sale of those items uh, at the at the restore, it stays right here locally in Council yeah. Bluffs. It doesn't go to Habitat International. Um, you know, it goes, uh, the, the, the proceeds from the restore really go to help to offset some of our administrative costs. So pay for the gas in our trucks, pay for new tools for our construction team, um, you know, take care of some of the salaries so that uh, folks who do donate monetarily to Habitat Council Bluffs know that that money then goes directly to our construction program, to our homeownership program, to work with those uh, families and individuals that want to realize that dream of homeownership, um, but maybe have some stumbling blocks and and can't uh, qualify for that loan through conventional means. They're able to go through Habitat, get really uh, some great information and some great guidance and a great partnership with us uh, so that they can you know, buy their own home. Yeah. And that's, you know, what I thought was impressive was that there's multiple benefits to this. You are raising money to pay for those costs for Habitat for Humanity, which in turn allows people who are donating money for that money to be used towards the building projects. You're creating a place for people to bring those things and ultimately keeping it out of landfills. Yeah. So it's kind of a full circle thing that you have going yeah, on. Yeah, it's just it's just it's a crazy mission, and it's and the 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 uh, the business model is just so dang simple. It's mm-hmm. just you know bring in good good stuff, sell it at a good price, and then the money again goes to a really good uh, you know really good mission. Yeah, yeah. So so tell us a little bit more about your inventory. You know we we kind of discussed that you take all building materials, furniture, yeah. all those different things. What are the things that you do and don't take? Yeah. And then what's your inventory look like? I know we kind of talked about how you try to keep it turned over so stuff's not sitting for too right, long. Right. So kind of, it's probably easier to talk first about what we don't take. And it, yeah. and it's and that list is really pretty short, right? We don't do electronics, you know, so no TVs or computers or anything like that. No liquids. So that means no paint, no, you know, WD-40, no chemical strippers or anything like that. We also don't, we, for a while, uh, several years ago, we took, um, you know, those household items, the plates and stuff. We, we stopped doing that. We're just not good at it. Yeah. We just want to focus on the stuff that we're good at. So what we do take is um, your good, usable furniture, right? Minor wear and tear is great. You know, no, no stains from Fluffy the cat or anything like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, You know, no, non-smoking household. Uh, so that those good, usable pieces of furniture that maybe you're just uh, swapping out your living room set or getting a new bedroom set, whatever it is, mm-hmm. we'll take that. From a building material perspective, if you think about those items that you see at Menards or at Home Depot, uh, we'll take just virtually anything that you see there as long as there is uh, enough of that product to, you know, like let's say flooring, for example, that you've got enough uh, where we can, where someone can do a small project. Yeah. Maybe a small bathroom or an entryway or something like that. Uh, when it comes to lumber and trim, anything dimensional, stuff that's like three or four feet long at least. So that again, it's usable stuff. You know, if you get to plumbing, uh, again, sinks, faucets, toilets, mm-hmm. clean, please. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, those, those things that are still usable, you just happen to be swapping them out for an upgrade or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and you, for people that are are bringing you those things, mm-hmm. you have a loading dock. We sure do. Yep. And so it makes it pretty easy to deliver to yeah. you. Yeah. We're just right in our parking lot to the west side of the building. We've got an area. You, you got you to be able to back up pretty well. So yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll guide you in uh, and we'll help offload as well. And you're at 12, 1228 South Main Street, South Main Street yep. in Council Bluffs. Yep. Um, if you drive down 
can't miss the building. Yep. Uh, pretty good sized building there. Yeah. Um, so David, how did you get into Habitat for Humanity? Yeah. You said 15 years, you're starting in Omaha. How, how yeah. did you get here? Yeah, so about 15 or so years ago, I was uh, I was working for a big box retailer. Um, great retailer. I worked part-time for them for a long time. They were really, really good to me. But I but the retail hours uh, as, a, as an assistant manager was really tough on me. I just, I, I was missing out on a lot of good family stuff. Mm-hmm. So I happened to go and have a conversation with the executive director of Habitat in Omaha. I, I knew her parents from when I uh, uh, lived in this uh, a town in northeast Nebraska. So I went in there just to kind of, you know, just chit chat, yeah. right? do a little yeah. do a little networking. And we got to talking about 45 minutes, we kind of, you know, yucked it up a little bit. And, um, you know, I said, goodbye, nice meeting you. You know, if you hear anything, let me know. Two days later, she called me back and said, hey, David. I'm like, yeah, do you want to run my restores? I'm like, well, let's talk more about it. And that's literally how it happened. Um, I did not go in there for a job interview, but it just kind of fell in my lap. So I did that for about uh, nine years, the two stores in Omaha, which are are great stores as well. Uh, We're separate from Omaha. So we're two separate, uh, we're like almost like an affiliate. We're separate Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, affiliates uh, from one another. So independently owned and operated. And then I, I worked in the program side. So working actually with those Households, those families okay. that were going through the homeownership program. So you got to kind of see the full, yeah. the full picture. Yeah, and then uh, about a year and a half ago, I, I uh, decided that it was it was time to uh, to leave Habitat Omaha, and uh, our executive director here, Blake, in Council Bluffs, said, "Hey." what are you doing? I said, I'm kind of looking. <laughs> he says, I got something for you. And so we had a, a, an amazing benefactor that was able to, that contributed some, uh, some really awesome grant funding to uh, support my position and a couple other positions within uh, Habitat Council Bluffs so we could really start ramping up our, pr- our production and, yeah. and, uh, and start doing some really cool things here in, in Council Bluffs. Yeah. So you know, what, what are your responsibilities as director? What do you do day to day? Yeah. So my technical uh, title is director of sales and marketing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that means a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, If I need to clean the bathroom, I'm going to clean the bathroom. Um, (laughs) If I'm going to be on the, on the donation document, be on the donation doc, but really what it is, I, I am so passionate about the culture that we have at the store and hopefully folks have folks who have stopped in have noticed it but i my favorite phrase is culture eats strategy for breakfast so if you don't have a good culture you can't get anything done um so it my goal is just really to make it an enjoyable place to work uh and an even more enjoyable place to come in and shop and so whatever i can do again if it's carrying something out to a car if it's getting you know helping to offload uh, at the at the dock, if it's uh, covering for uh, one of my team, well, they mm-hmm. can go to lunch or, or chat with somebody, then that's what I'm going to do. It's just, yeah. it's, I just want it to be a, a good time for everybody. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I was there for 15, 20 minutes, you almost yeah. jumped behind the register. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I yeah. see it. I yeah. see it. Yeah. So what's the craziest thing that you've seen come into the restore? Oh, good question. Um, so the joke in restore land, and this is from way back in the day, is you know our job is to sell pink toilets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really what we're doing every mm-hmm. day. Um, it may not be a pink toilet, but it is going to be those unique things. The coolest thing that I remember, and I was talking about this just the other day, was it was a lavender colored bathroom set, right? Toilet, sink, and bathtub, all lavender from the fifties. It was the most. It was it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It was super cool. Probably the, the the most interesting donation, and folks, we do not take what I'm about to tell you, uh, but I walked out onto the dock one day, and this is before we had 
unfortunately we had to put a fence kind of around our, our facility. Otherwise stuff was getting dumped on our dock overnight yeah. or taken from our dock overnight. And so I walked out one morning and this several years ago, I came over to help out, but I walked out onto the deck one morning and, and someone had uh, donated their very complete set of Playboy magazines. Oh, wow. Uh, probably about a good 25 or 30 years of Playboy mm-hmm. magazines on my dock. And we were not able to sell them. <laughs> but that was, I, I, well, I appreciated the donation. I, yeah. Yeah, that was probably the, the craziest thing that I've ever seen. That's funny you say that. I, I recently had, was helping a couple, older couple that had been in their home for 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. And the husband had passed and he had a very extensive yeah. collection of Playboy. And yeah. they had it out on the garage sale, you know, and tried to do something with it. I mean, it, it was actually quite impressive, like yeah. well-organized. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ooh, and, I've seen and the, that. And the donation was just, I mean, it was stacked beautifully on the dock. I mean, it was, yeah, it was good stuff, but I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah, just wasn't quite the, the right spot. For yeah. It. I hear <laughs> so. you. Um, so are you like, when someone shows up to make a donation, are you, are you always out there making that decision if it's worthy of being donated or how, how does that work? Yeah. So it, it's not just me, right? My, my staff, we all kind of, we're, we're all on the same page as far as what we, what we can take. And if there is a question, then, you know, we'll, you know, mm-hmm. radio one another or, or chat with one another about it. But it's, it's, I mean, really the ultimate thing that we're looking for is, is can it be reused again? And mm-hmm. is it something that will sell? Like there, we know that there are things that don't sell. The big Hurricane Entertainment Centers from 1993, yeah. right? They do not sell. Mm-hmm. They might be cool. They might be great, but they're beastly. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't sell for yeah. us. So, you know, from time to time, we will say no to different things like that. Um, and sometimes it also depends on space. Sometimes there's just, you know, we just, we have space constraints. We're getting into the season now where we are going to be uh, bursting at the seams. And yeah. so from time to time, we, ha- we will have to say no. It does not happen very often. And more often than not, we'll find space for it. But. Yeah. I didn't think about how seasonal it probably yeah. is with the kind of your quote unquote garage sale season. And then people yeah. just bringing stuff in warmer weather and that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still trying to get my, my handle on, you know, council bluffs retail uh, on, on when does donation season really hit, uh, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's very, uh, it's very weather related. Yeah. Very weather yeah. dependent. There we go. Yeah. It's weird how real estate's the same way. Yeah. And it's, you think about it and it's like, well, it shouldn't really make that much of a difference, but it, 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 it sure really does. does. People get spring fever and they're like, I want to buy a house. Yeah. And then, yeah, they're going yeah. after it. And, you know, and that's the cool thing about, you know, having connections with, with different realtors that even come into the store is they, they've got those clients that are trying to, you know, kind of declutter and get rid of some stuff so that they can stage the house or they're moving and they're downsizing. And so, yeah. I mean, we're an, we're an amazing resource for that. Um, yes. We do have a, 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 pickup service. We only go out a couple days a week because I have a relatively small staff. But as long as folks just kind of give us a heads up and we, mm-hmm. we kind of know what we're, we're up against and everything's in the garage, we, we don't go into houses. We're not, you know, professional movers, but yep. um, if it's in the garage, we'll swing Easy by to pick, and pick up. up. And yeah. 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 Well, I encourage anybody that's, uh, has time to kill, swing by the restore and, and walk through. Um, you'll probably see David there, yep. 1228 South Main. Same thing if you do have donations, keep the restore in mind because it's a great place to take something that someone can use at some other point and that money's being put to use as well. Yeah. Um, so full circle, very positive. I appreciate you coming into the studio today, Dave. It's been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better and um, I'm sure we'll talk a lot more. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right.